morning, Good Shepherd uh, friends and members. I wanted to make a little video to tell you a little bit about a convention we just had for the Southern Illinois District of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Good Shepherd is part of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. That is a church body, and it's the second largest Lutheran church body in the United States. And we're united together in our beliefs, and we work together for the mission of the church throughout the whole world. That body in the United States is broken up into individual districts, and we're part of the Southern Illinois District. Both the Synod and these districts meet every three years, and they make decisions about how we're going to work together. So this year's convention was held in O'Fallon at the Regency Conference Center there, and I was one of the delegates, and Steve Hendry was one of the delegates from Good Shepherd. Each congregation sends two delegates, uh, one pastor and one layperson. In our church body, we believe it's important to represent both the priesthood of all believers, or what we sometimes call the laity, and also the office of the holy ministry, which it would be the office of pastors. And so this prevents us from being, on the one hand, just a, a populist kind of church, or on the other hand, a hierarchical kind of church. We want to bring both of those parts of the church together to make important decisions. Our president is uh, Tim Shar, and he was reelected. The offices for our Southern Illinois District are in Belleville. You can go to the website uh, both for lcms.org and for the uh, LCM uh, SID uh, district, and you can find all kinds of information and if you have any uh, particular questions about details of this convention, you can find those at our district uh, website as well. Uh, our president, Matt Harrison, president of the Lutheran Church of Missouri Synod, gave a great report. And he highlighted some of the negatives that we are facing and have been facing for quite a while. One is a, a decline in membership. A lot of that is connected to the decline in demographics in the United States, uh, decline in marriage, decline in the number of children uh, being born. The birth rate right now is one-fourth of what it was in the 1960s. The 1960s was one of the times when the, our church was growing the, the most. So we have a lot of uh, challenges in that way. And uh, yet, interestingly enough, the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod has the second highest birth rate uh, compared to all other denominations. You want to guess which one has a higher birth rate than, uh, than the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod? Uh, it's the Assemblies of God. So uh, we're thankful that at least we, uh, we, we, we have some blessings of life coming along in that way, and we're glad for that, and we want to see that increase. Uh, President Harrison also talked about some of our sister churches. Now, when I say we are the, Luth the Lutheran church body in the United States, we, have, we are connected with many other church bodies all over the world. And uh, there we see a lot of great things happening in many cases, like in the Dominican Republic. Uh, we have a seminary there. We have 30 missionaries, 140 deaconesses. Uh, they're getting ready to publish a brand new uh, Spanish hymnal with 500 hymns. I'm actually kind of looking forward to getting a copy of that myself. Uh, we got a little report from the Lutheran Church in Finland. 
I mentioned that in a sermon a while back, they are facing some serious persecution from the government. Their bishop is on trial simply for teaching what we teach about human sexuality and how God ordains that our the gift of sex be kept in the bonds of marriage and that anything outside of marriage uh, is sin. And so there are, of course, elements within the world that get angry when anyone refers to some certain uh, sexual practices as, uh, as sinful. But the bishop reports that the more they attack the church in Finland, the more the church is growing. Um, they've been kicked out of all of their buildings, so now they've started to worship, of all things, in the buildings of Seventh-day Adventist churches. Seventh-day Adventists worship on Saturday, so it makes it possible for the Lutherans to use the buildings on Sunday. Uh, in our own district, we have a, a, a couple of in, good things that are happening. One is called the Lansdowne Community Initiative. That's in East St. Louis at our church there, Trin, uh, Unity Lutheran in, in East St. Louis and also Unity Lutheran School. The pastor there is Dr. Willie Stallworth. And over the last several years, they have refurbished 37 homes around the church and school. They're getting ready to refurbish a four-unit apartment building. They received, uh, with the help of funds from United Way and other agencies, enough to uh, purchase a Bobcat skid loader, which has turned out to be a real blessing for them in, in cleaning up things and getting uh, yards in shape and helping to... Uh, uh, refurbish the, the buildings as well. And uh, we had a report from our Southern Illinois Advocates for Life. Good Shepherd has a very active life team. That life team is part of other life teams in the district. And we are working to promote the truth of life as a gift from God. And I think many of you know that here in uh, Fairview Heights, we have one of the largest abortion facilities at the new Planned Parenthood facility there. And so it's important that we be witnesses for the gift of life um, when we live in an area where there is so much focus on the culture of death. A uh, number of important resolutions were passed at the convention this year. Let me just uh, highlight a few of them. One had to do with uh, giving equal support to both the campus ministry at uh, Southern Illinois University in Carbondale as well as the campus ministry at Southern Illinois University in Edwardsville. As you probably know, the university in Edwardsville has grown a lot, and uh, so we wanted to equalize the support for each of those campus ministries. We had a resolution to reject uh, critical race theory. I've addressed that in a Bible study. You can check that out on our, on our website if you want. But critical race theory is a different worldview than what we have from the Bible, a different view of humanity, and uh, it, it takes, uh, it, it looks at races and pits races against each other, and none of that is compatible with a biblical worldview. Uh, we had a resolution to reject internet communion. We had about 50 churches in the Lutheran Church of Missouri Synod who took up this idea that a lot of other churches did outside the Lutheran Church, that uh, if you're watching a worship service by video at home, 
obviously you can't be there in person to take communion. So they came up with this idea that you could take a piece of bread and some wine. The pastor could speak the words of institution in the video, and then that would be the same thing as communion. But it's not the same thing as communion. Uh, clearly in the Bible, uh, the disciples are together. And that being together is something that is emphasized in the Bible. Uh, sharing together. In fact, the word communion literally means to share, to have in common. And uh, we want to be careful about the, what you might think of as the atomization of the church. And just sort of, because we have the technology that allows it, doesn't mean we should be letting it happen. We can use technology like I am right now, but the goal of this technology is ultimately to bring people together. That's what communion really is all about. We had a resolution to um, defend the Christian conscience and the daughters of the church. A uh, number of these resolutions, the, the last one I mentioned and this one also were written by Pastor Adel. This one has to do with government uh, legislation that keeps edging in the direction of uh, requiring females to register for the draft, and all of this is angling toward the idea that uh, women should serve if they, if, you know, in combat. And there's, you know, two ways to look at this. One is we put people in jobs where they are qualified and where we can get the best outcome. But another way to look at it is, well, a man can do anything, a, a woman can do anything a man can do, and vice versa. This is erasing the distinctions in the gender, and it's confusing a lot of things when it comes to vocation and vocations in life and the world. That may be true for some particular re things and in some uh, cases, but for the most part, it's not true. For the most part, there's a big difference between men and women, and that means there's a big difference in the different vocations that we are going to be a part of. And we want to follow the the vocations and the um, the way God has made us, and we believe that in the end, that is what will be the most successful and the most beneficial overall for life, and that we don't want to find ourselves uh, following the way of the world, which kind of wants to reject anything that reminds them of God and the limitations that God has placed on us as human beings. Uh, we had a resolution to encourage the board of directors of our district to get involved in legal action if needed. Uh, a couple of years ago, you know, when our governor shut down everything, he shut down our churches, told us we could only worship with 10 people at a time, we immediately shifted to outdoor parking lot services, and even that, some were saying, was illegal. Um, thankfully, a couple of little Pentecostal churches up in Chicago sued the governor, and the governor realized it, there was no way he was going to win that case, so he caved in and uh, changed the mandate and did allow people to come together and worship. And we were able to do that in a healthy way, and we've had no problems with that at all. But if the government does do that again, we want to have a little stronger, more robust response. And to use the legal rights, we live in a country of laws. And um, unfortunately, right now, because of this pandemic, and this happens in any kind of national uh, emergency situation, there's a tendency for law and order to break down. And uh, we want to make sure that 
um, we continue to abide by the law of, and have our rights upheld. You know, in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul used his right as a Roman citizen many times for the sake of the gospel. And that's all that this resolution was asking for. Well, there's a little brief overview of the district convention, and uh, I hope it helps. Um, God's blessings to you. Pray for our church, Good Shepherd Lutheran Church. Pray for the churches of the Southern Illinois District. There are about 90 of them. And pray for the uh, churches of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod and all of our sister churches around the world, churches that, just like Good Shepherd, they come together, they want to hear the law and the gospel, they believe in the Bible as the inspired word of God, and Christ is the center of that Bible and the way of salvation for us. And we want to bring that truth uh, to all the world. That's our goal. So pray for that. And uh, thank you for listening. God's blessings on your day and week. Uh, see you later. Bye.